0: Love this podcast support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.
1: Let's talk hydration. See, I carry something to drink with me every single place that I go because I am concerned about being dehydrated. It runs in the family. Everything from dry mouth, dizzy spells, fainting, it's pretty serious. And I've tried all the different types of waters and sports drinks. Let me tell you something right now. Liquid IV. That has been the most efficient at keeping me hydrated and doing so pretty quickly. Okay, liquid IV has five essential vitamins and is two times faster at keeping you hydrated than water alone. And I'm serious, man. Everything from vitamin C to vitamins B3, B5, B6, B12, Liquid IV also is non-GMO, so it's free from gluten, dairy, soy. So for all you folks out there with food allergies, this may be right up your alley. And I know what you're thinking, but how does it taste, Duke? Well, it tastes pretty good. Okay, we're talking my favorite in pina colada. They also have tropical punch, strawberry, new flavors like sea berry and strawberry lemonade. Huh. You can enjoy this stuff, man. But don't take my word for it. I want you to stop what you're doing right now and head over to liquidiv.com. Use the promo code Wrestling so you get 20% off your entire order. I mean, anything that you order on liquidiv.com. So what are you waiting for? It's time for you to shop better hydration today. Use the promo code Wrestling over at liquidiv.com. Save yourself 20%. Stay hydrated. Most importantly, enjoy life. That's right. You are locked in. This is what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves
0: wrestling. And there is no one that does it, it better, better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It is Miss Layla Gray, the ultimate baddie, the unstoppable danger, the one that puts the bad in baddie. And you're tuned in to Duke Loves Wrestling.
1: You know, folks, there are people that you have come along for the journey with that really have just captivated us. And I can't think of too many people who have done so more than our returning guests this week. I mean, just somebody so special and somebody who you love to root for because she has maintained being a great person, not just a good person, but a great person, whether she is, uh, you know, kissing babies and, and smiling or whether she's being a little mean in there. Nonetheless, she still has maintained her dignity and honor. She's a goddess. She's a baddie. We're talking about Layla Gray. Welcome back.
0: Hello, Duke. Thank you so much for having me back on your show. What's up?
1: Listen, I'm gonna tell you right now, it it's I'm getting a little emotional here just reflecting <laughs> on the first time that you came on the show.
0: So am I, if I'm being honest. Because a lot like, has you know, changed.
1: A lot has changed. Yeah you, you were such you were like really you know, that was like the infant stage of a mm-hmm. pro wrestling career. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you've done so much since then. You know, and, and one of the things that I, I noticed, and I was talking to Luke about this as well, you have managed to find a way, even before you you signed with um, AEW and started doing things at Ring of Honor as well, but even before that, you had found a way to keep yourself booked mm-hmm. and get yourself in front of the camera. Yep. Talk to me about that, because a lot of wrestlers, especially wrestlers who are just starting off, that's not an easy thing to accomplish. How have you been so successful at maintaining attention on yourself throughout this journey?
0: Uh, well, I would say that for me, that I think comes from me having a background in entertainment and modeling and stuff like that. So before I even started wrestling, Um, I was doing a lot of modeling when I was living out in Miami and I, a lot of like the bookings, like music videos and, um, photo shoots for brands, things like that. A lot of the bookings that I was getting, I got them myself on social media, promoting myself and, you know, sending things out to people and following agencies and stuff like that. So when I started wrestling, I feel like I just used those same techniques. I was very good at promoting myself. Um, you know, looking like a professional makeup always done good gear, um, so I, I feel like I was really good at promoting myself and and posting the little clips that I had um, you know those matches, like looking back, they were so terrible, but you know I would find you know some ten seconds that I looked amazing, and that 's what I would push out there and promote and you know eventually, I just started getting my name out there and with aw i mean that helped a tons and then from then on i started working with mission pro and you know people just started finding out about me but i think like i really stuck out because of my presence and my professionalism and that i brought to the table
1: you didn't stay in one place you you moved around a lot yes you allowed yourself to be featured in multiple promotions all over the nation, too.
0: Absolutely, like- absolutely. Like they, there's a lot going on in Florida, and you know I'm grateful that I started off there because there were a lot of opportunities, especially for you know rookies like me at the time. But yeah, but I knew that in order for me to expand and be seen on a a national level, like I really had to get out there. So I would get in my car and. Whole ass, you know, 16 hours, 20 hours, go to Texas, go to Nashville, uh, just to try and get an opportunity, not even anything guaranteed.
1: And and I think this is important that we're talking about this because a lot of people could look at you and just say, Hey, you know, because she's gorgeous, literally dropped it. Gorgeous. That's why she's getting opportunity, but you've paid a lot of dues. Oh like, yeah. Like you said, you log the miles you put in the work, you, you, you're on social media promoting the the brand that is Layla Gray. All of this stuff, unfortunately, a lot of your peers don't put it all together as quickly as you were able to do. And, you know, unfortunately, that's why they don't see the same opportunity that you've seen. Cause the other part of that too is you made it to television a lot sooner than people who've been in the business for decades.
0: And to be honest, like for me to like even start getting like the dark opportunities as early as I did, like I can just in that stage of my life, I was so green, so new. So I I really have to give a lot of credit to myself for just looking professional out there and just looking like a star. And I feel like that made people see that in me, even though I was so green and really had no idea what I was doing. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fake it till I make it and uh that has helped me a a lot in life to be honest (laughs) well it's 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 interesting
1: because and and i'm glad you said that too because not to take away from anybody else but there was a quote-unquote baddies search right so Mm -hmm. so jade cargill miss cargill uh literally a a walking talking just one of one in her own right you know so beautiful uh sculpted perfectly someone who who can literally talk and everyone's going to pay attention to what she had to say, she went on a baddie search. And so many people were sitting in the baddie section and coming out and quote unquote auditioning, for lack of a better term. But yet you were somebody who legitimately you stuck and you ended up being the ultimate baddie. Talk to me about that too, because it's like How were you able to stand out above the crowd and and stick?
0: That was a a big shocker to me when they did the whole baddie search and stuff. And um, I started seeing uh, people tagging me on Twitter on the AEW post when they were talking about the baddie search. And, you know, I thought it was cute. I thought it was funny. I I liked it. Um, Maybe I you know, retweeted it or something. I I have no idea. Then out of nowhere, one day I get a phone call and, you know, it's AEW telling me they have something for me. And I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) let me try not to get my hopes up too, too much. But, you know, I come in, I have that match with Jade Cargo at Blood and Guts. and, uh, And after that, you know, I teamed up with Stokely and You know, it was kind of like week to week because I really didn't know what was going to come out of this, but I kept going. I kept showing up and, you know, we were on TV weekly and I just, you know, just tried to be the best baddie that I could be. I'm like, you know what? If this is the role, I'm going to do the best job that I can. And as you can see, I was the last baddie standing. So I think I did a pretty damn good job.
1: (laughs) Well, you did the best job. You did the absolute best job. You are you are in the baddie hall of fame.
0: Yes. <laughs> I am the baddie of pro wrestling. Okay. That's right. You
1: sure are. Now it, it it's it's not easy to be able to just get plopped on TV like that and live TV, and yet you took to it like a like a fish to water, so to speak. How yeah. important was it to be in OVW and getting that experience? At the same time, and even a little bit before then, how much did that help you with what you're doing in AEW?
0: Being at OVW has been extremely beneficial to my career. Um, I I desperately needed it. I needed it more than I even realized that I needed it because before I came here to Louisville, you know, I was already doing a lot of independent shows and and doing a lot of signings and stuff like that. So. You know, I was already getting a little clout out there. And then I came to OVW and then working with Al and being on TV consistently week to week. And not only that, he also put the title on me very early into my OVW career. So right there, I was thrown in the fire. But Al Snow, he believed in me. And, you know, he just just taught me along the way how to be a star, how to believe in myself. And I just like when I look back on my matches, I just see the growth and how much confidence I've developed since being there. Because OVW taught me how to be a star, how to be a champion, you know, how to make it about me. And those are extremely beneficial things like, uh, you know, cutting the, the promos backstage and live TV. So we learned a lot of skills that I took with me to AEW and it's definitely been helping me along the journey.
1: You know, Layla, I am going to be turning 41 years old in three months, less than three months, December. Oh, wow. Been a pro wrestling fan my entire life. I have seen the evolution of the industry you know been fortunate enough to see wrestling in the early stages of cable television, so I've seen wrestling from all over the world. People don't even realize there was there was more wrestling on t v in the early eighties than there is today mm-hmm. uh, because you know wrestling was cheap to put on television and stations needed content, so they you know pro wrestling was just easy, so I got to see it all, yeah, historically, it is unusual for a woman to be featured on t v for every promotion that has TV on pay-per-view for the promotions that have pay-per-view and to be featured consistently. It's even less common historically for a woman of color to have that type of opportunity, which once again, she's on TV for everyone who has TV. She's on pay-per-view for everyone who has pay-per-view and she's in featured spots. You have one of the most unique unusual careers that i have ever seen in all of wrestling (laughs) to hear that from a historical perspective i mean what does that feel like just to hear that
0: that's amazing and you know i i trust in your word and that, that means a lot coming from you and you know it's it's really big like Sometimes I don't realize how much I've done and accomplished. Sometimes because we're always like on go, go, go. And we always want more and it's never enough. <laughs> so like sometimes I don't I really don't realize like, wow, you've really done a lot. Sometimes it still doesn't even feel like enough. But hearing you say that, that's just really amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if, if, if you decided, you know what, that's enough. That's a career. You've already accomplished more than 99% of your peers who have ever been in the industry. And that says a lot because again, everyone who has had these types of uh, things to offer television, pay-per-view, if you worked for them, they were featuring you. And that Mm -hmm. means that you're reliable. That means that they know that they're going to get quality from you when the bell rings, when the light is on, when the camera's on you, that means that you're somebody that they know the fans are going to give a damn about. So, yeah, you've accomplished a lot. Mm -hmm. And the ironic part about it is you're not stopping anytime soon, so you're just getting started. So, damn, where are you going to be five years from now? It's like, (laughs) you know what I mean?
0: Who knows? But I plan to be on top of the world, and the whole universe will know Layla Gray.
1: (laughs) Damn right. Damn right. If you could talk to to yourself in the past, let's say that Back to the Future is real. We got the time machine, which- I guess it's possible because we've already discovered that aliens and UFOs actually might be real here. You know, we're getting congressional hearings about this stuff. So I guess that's a thing. So who's to say we can't build a time machine? Mm-hmm. So, so let's build a time machine. Let's go back five years.
0: Okay, let's do it.
1: And you're you're speaking to, to young Layla, who's just breaking in. You've had the journey. So you know where she's going to go, what she can accomplish. Sky's a limit. What do you say to her? To keep her motivated and encouraged.
0: I say, Layla Gray, believe in yourself. You got this. You're a superstar. You're born for this. You're made for this. Stay patient. Stay humble. Stay kind. Your time will come because you're truly undeniable. Poetry <laughs> right there. Telling you.
1: <laughs> there is a New series on Netflix that has taken the world by storm, wrestlers. And you are part of that. This is uh, documenting the journey in, in Ohio Valley Wrestling, run by Al Snow and you know, his whole crack team over there, you know, mm-hmm. wrestling veterans and and wild and wacky folks. And it's a really, really well done series. I, I appreciate the fact and kudos to Netflix. You took it seriously. And you provided an honest look into what pro wrestling really is. Um I I do have a a critique. I didn't get enough Layla Gray
0: ah, in season that,
1: one of, of wrestlers. I was that
0: is a very popular critique, I must say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was not enough Layla Gray in that. Uh, but I will say this, and and I'm very proud of this. And I, I appreciate everybody for making sure this was the case. Every single time you were featured in in wrestlers, you were featured in a respectful and complimentary manner.
0: Yes. <laughs> and and I was very happy about that. I'm like, but you know, I, I didn't give him enough uh, ratchet moments. So I knew I didn't have anything to worry about. <laughs> Um, but yes, I was very, very happy with how the show turned out and especially the scenes that I was in. Um, Greg Whiteley did an amazing, amazing job on this show and it's just so incredible. Everybody needs to check it out.
1: Absolutely. Wrestlers on Netflix. It's already available. You can binge watch the entire series, uh, season one. Uh, we definitely expect season two because we need more Layla Gray. We need more Luke Curtis. I'm telling you, Netflix. We it absolutely got to have it. got to have it. But it, it was interesting. It was interesting to see and hear um, Al and the team and, and even Haley Jay, who you were in a big feud with her. Yeah, It was interesting to see everyone, to hear everyone compliment you.
0: Yep. Uh, Yeah. Al said some pretty great things about me. That was definitely great to hear. And I'm glad that made the show. I'm like, this is the best endorsement I could have ever gotten from Al Snow on Netflix, telling the world that I'm a star and I have the it factor. <laughs> it couldn't have gone better for me. <laughs> I actually wanted to talk about this because, um, you know, A lot of people did mention, oh, I wish I would have saw you more and this and that. And why didn't we see you more? And, you know, people thought exactly that because, you know, you guys are no drama. You guys are so professional. And which is true. But I want to put this out there and give you guys a little bit of like a secret Like, Netflix and OVW, they've been in talks with this show for, like, a while. And Netflix had already kind of, like, met the wrestlers and figured out who they wanted to follow and stuff. And that was before, like, me and Luke even got to OVW. So by the time we got there, like, the show was already ready to start filming. And they had kind of, like, like the main lead cast and stuff. So I'm actually pretty lucky and... And I'm very, very happy with how much I ended up being featured on this show. And also, another little secret, I was signed to AEW during the show. So I also had to travel a lot in the filming of this. Just wanted to put that out there for people wondering.
1: (laughs) Well, that's that's actually great background there. And that makes a Mm -hmm. lot of sense. I mean, Mm -hmm. they didn't have to feature you at all.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So the like,
1: fact that when you were featured, you were always featured in such a, a positive and respectful manner, that is that is major, man. Mm-hmm. That is major. Like, yep. wow, wow. But here we go again. You're good people. You're great yes. people. Yes. And because of that, it makes others want to root for you. And mm-hmm. I think that's, a, that's a, a key. That's your superpower. You know, that's your superpower. there are people who can walk in a room and, and instantly make everyone want to be against them. And I'm not just talking about a pro wrestling sense. I'm talking about a real life sense there. The fact that Layla Gray and Luke Curtis are able to, you know, whether people are cheering you or booing you, whatever, they want you. They want to see you and they want they want you to succeed somehow, yeah. some way. Yeah. And that's because of the respect that you give others. And that's because of the respect that you expect in return. So, you know, don't ever lose that quality because again, that's your superpower there. It's it's really cool. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't I didn't touch upon this yet and I I want to ask your opinion, but talk to me about the guy Matt who, you know, <laughs> he has the radio show and and he's one of the investors in yep. OW.
0: He's and a he's, fan favorite.
1: Yeah, he's a big character <laughs> uh in, in that show there for better or for worse, but w- what's your impression of him?
0: Oh, Matt Jones. <laughs> Um, Well, to be honest, after watching the series, Matt Jones was actually one of my favorite characters. (laughs) Um, I feel like I really like got to know him and understand him a little better. Um, You know, because, you know, touching back on me and Luke came to OVW um, last March. And by that time, they had already been a bunch of drama regarding Matt Jones and OVW. So people already had their takes and opinions on him. Um, Me, personally, never had no issues. He respects me. He's nice to me. I don't really have much to say on that aspect. Watching the show, it was uh, interesting to see him kind of like Shit on Pro Wrestling a little bit and but I mean I feel like he's coming around and like kinda like how he did on the show and in person too. Um, I don't really hear about people having drama with him anymore. So I think that's a positive.
1: (laughs) It just goes to show that everyone is coming uh into the space from their own perspective and for somebody who did not grow up in the business, so to speak, and for somebody who didn't really pay the dues to understand how respect mm-hmm. is such a key and important fact in wrestling and, and such an important and key fact in, in the relationship building of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Matt had to learn that the hard way, but just like you said, towards the end of the of series, it, it really felt like, okay, he had put in the work to earn some trust and enough trust. Yeah. And because of that, he was more embraced by the locker room overall.
0: Absolutely. And you know, like I said, little by little, he's, he's coming along. Um, He's definitely getting along better with uh, with everybody there. So like I said, it's a positive. And, you know, regardless of anything, Matt has really helped the company so much. And we owe him a lot. So you know, I'm not really for people disrespecting him like that. (laughs) Just because he's really like helped the company so much. (laughs)
1: I agree. And that's a that's a great call out. That's a great call out. And and shout out to OVW overall. And shout out to Matt. You know, you didn't have to be an investor and and really pump life into a a brand Mm -hmm. that was in, you know, some trouble there. But you did.
0: Yeah. you should be proud of that. Right. And goddamn. And then him and Craig. Yeah, Craig, too. Yes. They they got us on Netflix. (laughs) Like, that is amazing. Amazing. Change
1: lives. (laughs) These guys change lives. In their own way, in a, in a way that, you know, Al has changed a lot of lives and Al Snow has definitely, he's the big papa bear that everyone will always never forget and always appreciate and what have you for his guidance and tutelage. But Matt and Craig, they've done it in their own way. And, you know, you guys should never forget them as well. So that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting, Lele, and you have a great perspective because- Being somebody who is such a a focal point of OVW and also being somebody who has been an important part of AEW, and you've got a guy like Tony Khan who is not traditionally from the wrestling industry, although he grew up a wrestling fan, you've gotten to see some very similar situations on different scales. Mm -hmm. How does that inform you? as a person where this is your job, this is your business, this is your life. How does that inform you in terms of how you should move forward and and conduct yourself from a business standpoint, knowing that you're you're having to encounter all these different types of personalities um, on so many different levels, whether they be the big wrestling veteran or the big money guy? You know what I mean? How does that inform the way that you look at business and how you should move (laughs) forward?
0: My secret to business is to baby face everything. <laughs> um, you know, I just always just try to be uh, the super sweet, super kind uh, person. And I like to uh, I like to put people over and make them feel good about themselves. And, you know, in turn, I feel like that helps me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not really sure how to answer the question, but that is like my approach to things just I just babyface things, even things that like I might not necessarily like or be upset about it. I'm not saying I'm not gonna stick up for myself, um, but I try not to be like a confrontational person at all. Like just always try to maintain very professional, somebody that people can rely on, depend on, and want to do business with. And you know, wrestlers come from all walks of life, so, so I've met all types of crazy ass people <laughs> so you kind of just it's just entertainment you just have to know how to deal with people and just not be problematic
1: for anyone out there who's aspiring to be in wrestling entertainment television movies be on netflix i i encourage you male or female whatever non-binary uh alien from outer space i encourage you to study layla gray Study her. And I'm very serious about that. Consume every interview she's ever done, whether it be audio or written. Watch her matches. Listen to her promos. Look at what she posts and and what she chooses to post and how she chooses to do it. The reason why I say that is because this is a person who has found a way in very difficult circumstances. And yet she's always coming out on top. And that little piece of advice that you said, stick up for yourself when you need to, obviously, but babyface. Be somebody who everyone knows is here to do business and will do good business, most importantly. I think that's Mm -hmm. great advice. That's sage advice from there.
0: Yep. So (laughs)
1: listen, Layla, what's the best way everyone can keep up with you? Because your journey is, you know, the sky is the limit. And I have a funny feeling you're going to have a lot more gold around your waist in the not too distant future, no matter where you are. So how can everyone make sure that they continue to follow you as you achieve these goals?
0: Yes, absolutely. I would love for everybody to continue following my journey, and you know, just seeing what I do next. The best way to keep up with me, I would definitely say, is social media. I'm very active on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, my handle is Miss Layla Gray. That's Miss underscore Layla Gray. Should be the same across all the platforms. Um, I am also on Cameo. If anybody would like any personalized messages, or if you just want to chat we can text on there too. I'd love to connect with the fans. Also, I would like to promote my big cartel. It is up on the link in my bio there. I have eight by tens. I have kiss cards and trading cards and coming this week, official Layla Gray merch. I'll be dropping some t-shirts and stay tuned because I plan on dropping a lot more, some hats, stickers, a lot of cool stuff, guys.
1: And don't forget, folks, the wrestlers on Netflix. You definitely gotta check it out. Layla Gray, Luke Curtis, absolutely all, all the W crew, just fantastic stuff there. You even get to see Luke Curtis propose, which <laughs> I I, I kind of teased him a little bit earlier. I said, you know, Luke, she actually said yes to you.
0: I did. <laughs> I did. have a few shots that night too, but nice, nice. <laughs>
1: nice i love it um
0: yes guys my proposal is forever on netflix like how badass is that that's freaking amazing
1: (laughs) so netflix if you want to you know do some more projects with Layla and luke you definitely should do that
0: absolutely Um, like how about like a wedding on season two of wrestlers i think that is something that the world would like to see huh
1: I love that. She's pitching. Look at that. She's pitching. I love that.
0: <laughs> exactly. Love that. Exactly.
1: And also uh, in terms of seeing you on ObwTV, TV, you know, that, that's every Thursday, right?
0: Every Thursday, Fight TV, guys, 7 p.m. We are live. So check it out. And, you know, check me out on Ring of Honor because I'm doing my thing.
1: Before I let you go, I, the last time you were here, you know, I asked you about food. So I gotta I gotta circle back now. What's what's Layla Gray's uh favorite meal now? You know, we're years down the road here when you when you can have anything that you want, what are you indulging in?
0: Oh my God. Wow, right now I want a meal plan. So I'm being deprived of all the deliciousness, but I will say this: my biggest craving is chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> I could just gobble up like 40 cookies in a sitting if they let me. But um, like I said, right now I'm being deprived of sweets and I'm being very, very good and disciplined. But yeah, if I had to pick a tasty treat, definitely some chocolate chip cookies, maybe with some ice cream on the side.
1: <laughs> okay, so all of you cookie companies out there, if you can come up with a, a, a chocolate chip cookie that would fit into Layla's meal plan, this might be a great endorsement here, so you know I'm just throwing that out there. Yes, Taylor yes. Gray is definitely into chocolate chip cookies. Let's find a healthy way to deliver it. There, get in touch with it.
0: Right? Yeah. some give me some healthy dessert options, guys. Like I need something seriously. <laughs> like the only thing I, I can really have is sugar-free Jello, and I'm like, my my coach is like, oh, eat this whenever you have a craving. I'm like, oh, so every day. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, you mean, right? Mr. Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke
1: Love Wrestling.